Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, All Kidding Aside. I'm your host, Crystal Bartelzi. We talk to all kinds of women, women who are moms, women who aren't moms, women who have decided they don't want children, women who are on the fence. Super fun guest today, guys. Today, we have Precious Chong. Um, hi, Precious. Hi, Crystal. Hello. So excited to have you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. wasn't going to do this without you. Precious is an actress, writer, performer, and star. Dilt Walker, and you probably know her as well from her fabulous web series called Sex and the Single Parent. And also recently she filmed a Hallmark film called Love You Like Christmas. And she's joining us here. And I love you like Christmas, oh, Crystal. Thank you. I love you. We've known each other a, a long, long time. time now. Do you remember where we met originally? Like, where did we first meet? I think meet? it must have been at Lunacy. It was at Lunacy. It must have been Lunacy. Lunacy. Yeah? Okay. And then... And we, uh, we did lots of sketches together. We and then, did. <laughs> we did some crazy sketches. <laughs> and remember that guy who I made out with, who then the next yes. week thought it was you? Yeah. Precious made out with someone, and then every week I was going... Well, he not was every pretty week. sketchy. Right. He was kind of a sketchy Lunacy yeah. Cabaret dude. Yeah. Which, Lunacy Cabaret is like circus for Burning Man people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would keep attending these uh, Lunacy Cabarets, and this guy followed me around because he thought I was the one that made out. Because we kind of, we, we, get, yes. we get mistaken for yes. each other. People think, you know, I'm precious. Not so much anymore because mine's hair's lighter yeah. and your hair is darker. Yeah. But I, I'll still take it when someone yeah. says, aren't you precious? I'm like, uh, yeah. absolutely. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm and, totally flattered. And uh, commercials too. Like often people will be like, oh, I saw that commercial. I'm like, no, no, precious book that one. It wasn't me. Um, so you're having a good day? I am. I am. I was talking about how I cut my ear on my phone, but that was on Monday. Monday was not such a good day. What? Like how? Because like, my phone cracked. And you know how you these, like whatever, my iPhone got a crack in it. And But I was just not, I'm not going to, I already spent a hundred bucks fixing it. So I'm like, I'm not going to fix it again. I'm just going to wait until I get a new phone. And then I was on the subway and I saw dried blood at the top of it. I was like looking at my hands and like my face. Who did I kill? Because <laughs> I watched so many forensic files. It's my guilty pleasure. Oh my Anyways, and so I realized finally that it was my, I thought I was running around with like blood dripping on me, but it was my ear. I cut my ear. You cut your ear. Okay. Yeah. And now every time you uh, talk on the phone, are yeah. you cutting your ear? No, I'm just more careful about it. Okay. I, I, I think I, I should know. fix it. Oh, okay. It's maybe been one of, Mercury's in retrograde. It's I one know. of those weeks like... Is everything? I, I'm having one of those where, like, yesterday I just screamed, like, "Why is everything going wrong?" It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Like on my car, can I tell? Can I do one more complaint? <laughs> <laughs> of course. And then, and then we'll, we'll get on topic. No. What's your story? What happened to your car? So then I've been trying to get a clean air test because I have a 2002 Honda Accord <laughs> and it's just hanging on. That car, I love that car. It just won't break down, but it's having a hard time passing the clean air test. I wonder why. <laughs> so it's been at my mechanics like over and over again as he tries to adjust it. Mm -hmm. And he, I went out of town and I left him with the car and I guess he didn't bring it in one night and someone came and jacked up the car and stole the catalytic converter, which is the thing. I was going to say, I don't know what that is. It's but. a thing that makes the air clean. Oh, <laughs> so someone they, stole that? They cut, they used like a laser cutter what? or some kind of cutter to cut that piece out. My car was running fine. Why? Why, who, why is trade it? There's that? like some platinum in it. They're going to sell it to like... Okay. I don't know. Isn't that bizarre? Or they took it to pass the emissions test. Like maybe, maybe they put it on their car. Maybe. That is the craziest thing. I know. So now your car is spewing off more pollution. No, my, my mechanic is avoiding me because he's like, 
dude, I'm sorry. Like it wasn't even, it needed an oil change and whatever. And so now I know. Oh, so, okay. okay. No, that's done. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. done complaining. That, that, that's, you know, that's, Thank a, you. that's a tough week. That's Thank a tough you. week. Thank when you. someone steals your <laughs> catalytic converter. That is a tough like, week. Like cuts it out. of. You haven't seen my car lately. No. It is, has a big dent in the front and, and it's, it's missing. The, the rear view mirror fell off. It's like... A pretty it's a shitty. Car. It's a, sh- it's a, it's a <laughs> precious Chong clown car, um, and yeah, you've had it since two thousand and two. I've known you that long, so I've probably been in it. Yes, but not, you have. Not, not since then. Yeah. All right. So yeah, okay, you've got this topic. web series. It's yeah. We're get, we're getting to this. We you know if this was a podcast about cars, we would be right in there. Or or complaints. <laughs> or complaints. Or or, yeah. <laughs> or or cut ears. Then we would be on track. <laughs> but um, okay, so we've got this web series called. Sex and the single parent. I guess you you classify as a single parent. Yes. yes. You have a, a twelve year old. I think. Yeah. Which we were just talking about. Um, your son is lovely. Uh, Jack. Jack. He's twelve now. And, and I met him when he was three. I know. Which is crazy. I can't believe he's twelve. I know. Because I remember you came over once. I think when we were living on Strathcona mm-hmm. and. And yeah, you and we were rehearsing. I had something. to come over because you he couldn't find a sitter or something. Yeah, he yeah. was sick or something. And yeah, he, uh, when they're three, they get sick all the I time because they're at daycare. Yeah, wow. And, and three is like now I can kind of leave him for a couple hours <laughs> <laughs> or a couple weeks. He's good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's twelve now. His dad and I split up when he was about two and a half. And and that was really challenging. I assume like yeah. to, to go through a a divorce at. You know, when when your son was two and a half? Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, in some ways, it's great because he was so young. He doesn't remember anything different. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was totally challenging and not what I had expected. You know, we had split up once when he was a year old and then we got back together Mm -hmm. and then we moved. uh, We were in Los Angeles and we moved back to Toronto. Yeah. So when it was two, when he was two and a half, it was challenging because I was in a city that I didn't know that well. And I had a small child and everyone is like really afraid for you because mm-hmm. they're like, worst case scenario, the dad's going to take off and you'll be the single mom trying to make it work. But but you didn't expect that, right? Like you don't go into this marriage and having a child going, no. and then one day I'll be the single parent. No, it was my biggest, f- mm. well, not my biggest fear. Although, like, when I was younger, I used to idolize my aunt who was a single mom, and I thought it was cool. <laughs> That's my goal. Cause, cause no, but she, it's hard. Because she didn't remember. have a guy, like, telling her uh-huh. what to do. Like, I thought it was so cool. Fat, footloose and Francie Free, you know what I mean? But, yeah, it is hard. And people are, like, really scared for you. They're like, oh, my God, how are you going to do it? And it, and financially, you know, it was hard. And I have, you know, parents, my parents helped me out and I had support. But it's still, like, everyone's like, I think you need to get your real estate license now. I think you need to. <laughs> Which you didn't do, what I don't you, think, right? No. no. My, yeah, everyone was kind of pushing me towards becoming a normal person a realtor as, as i would understand because yeah, yeah. how are you going to support yourself and who knows what the dad is going to do and okay so so when you went through this divorce and you became the single parent mm-hmm. like and and also being being an actor like did you have to put that on hold or like there's so much i want to ask you about this but like first of all there's many challenges right you're now adjusting to your life being a co-parent i guess like did you have your son one week and your ex-partner had him another week Wes was you know the thing is is that Wes really his dad really wanted to be involved in Jack's life so Mm -hmm. he didn't take off which was one of my fears and other people's fears so he was around initially when we separated he was living in the basement Mm -hmm. (laughs) well oh wow cellar dweller for a while until I finally kicked him out and because it was just too codependent 
Wow. But okay. it was so, st- our, our breakup was ridiculous. <laughs> it was so codependent. Like I, I went we're to, broken up, but you're living in the basement. Oh, and I helped him move and I like got him IKEA furniture. <laughs> still slept together every night. No, we didn't. Okay. But it was, I would get really jealous if he, cause he was dating other people and I was just oh, like, that is weird. Right? right? Yeah. Bringing someone back to your house. Well, he didn't bring anybody. Oh, okay. I was like, you know, we crossed the line. Yeah, that would have been, yeah. but like uh, that was tricky. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we were very, because Jack was so little, we would, you know, he would come and watch Jack at my place. It was very like, it felt like we were still a family, which was confusing to me emotionally because mm-hmm. we still felt bonded as a family, but we, Wes and I weren't emotionally together. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until it took, it was a gradual process. So then I went, I went, went away to do a show for like three months. We were almost thinking about, in my mind, it was like, well, maybe we'll get back together but he probably would say it differently, but that was my impression. Mm-hmm. That was the split up. Like that was when it was m- even more defined. And then shortly thereafter that at, we got sep- We both got partners. We both got new okay. pa- romantic partners. And, and you went away for three months um, with your son. Like, did you take Jack? Part time. Okay. So for a month I was on a tour. So Wes um, had to do it wow. on his own and he was really, complaining about okay. it oh, <laughs> no, yeah. as he should be right, well, it's it was a huge really adjustment hard. to have a child it was then, really hard because yeah, yeah. he didn't have a car mm-hmm. and he you know he had to do all of it but his mom is close by and so she helped i think a lot but it was hard for him mm-hmm. and then his mom is amazing his mom flew out with jack when i did the second half of the show where i was in winnipeg and she lived with us and so i could be with jack and he you know she watched him for free basically wow i know okay so you you had a good support network like yeah is that something that got you through yeah you know pretty much a newly single mom yeah i was ready to get babysitters and stuff Mm -hmm. and the theater was pretty accommodating luckily Mm -hmm. but it was still really exhausting because i was a solo show and so you know how tiring it is i know that's why i can't imagine doing it with also a child yeah so you do your solo show you get home you go to sleep and then there's like a three and a half year old kid who wants to like do stuff Mm -hmm. so then i would take him and it's in winnipeg is this on a fringe tour no no, it was at um uh mtc okay okay it was in the winter Mm -hmm. and then uh great time to be in winnipeg yeah and then we so we would just go swimming in the hotel there was like a you know those residency Mm -hmm. that's what i would do but it was challenging but it was also great and i i'm really happy i was able to do that like do what i love and have Mm -hmm. a kid so did you feel that your career was ever put on hold or changed that much or did you with the support network you were able to then come back to toronto and still audition while being a single parent and were you able to do that yes and no like i i was determined to do it so i kind of was like uh white knuckled Mm -hmm. a lot of it like yeah i'm still because you you know i'm kind of like you Mm -hmm. like i'm used to performing and doing shows Mm -hmm. and being busy and going on auditions and then all of a sudden i'm pregnant and i can't and then i had a newborn and wes got to do the show that we met doing but i was pregnant and and then i just had a baby so i couldn't do that play Mm -hmm. that one play so i did miss out on some like initially just because i was because physically you have certain, I mean, some mm. women who are actors, you know, and have lots of nannies, you can get bounced back quickly, but it gives you this false sense of that what's possible. Like mm-hmm. it's not always possible right. and it's okay. you to do it on your own. A lot or of just yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah. And I gained a lot of weight and mm-hmm. it's just challenging. But yes, I was able to pretty much after, a, you know, I was auditioning in LA almost like 
I got a job when Jack was like three and a half, four months. Oh, okay. That's yeah. And so you were still going back and forth between Toronto and LA? Um, yes. At that point, I was going to, yeah. Okay. With the baby. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's hard, okay, but it's doing doable. Yeah. So then when you were in LA, were your, um, your parents looked after? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. And my mom's uh, has a housekeeper, Myra, who was real, and her daughters mm-hmm. were, I guess Maritza at the time was like 11. Now they're all grown up, mm-hmm. but they, they helped a lot too. They would watch Jack and yeah, you have to really depend on the kindness of strangers. And mm-hmm. I would take them to commercial auditions mm-hmm. and a lot of women had kids too. So we would watch each other's kids while we went into, like in some mm-hmm. ways acting is a great great job to have because mm-hmm. it is flexible and, yeah. and, I, and I like I've gone to many auditions where someone's like it's my turn now do you mind looking after my baby yeah. you know I, I think there is a good support network like of course I, think I so. would you know and I really I think people should be okay with that mm-hmm. because it's part of like what we do is very mm-hmm. fluid and crazy so when people get uptight about that it makes me yeah, I guess it makes I, me mad. I mean, you know, that, like that's just that's one of my resistance, I guess, of of having a child. Like I always fear, like what happens to my and I say my career, you know, lightly because I'm always like, what's my career? But you I know, no, but it's um, you know, I always think, do I have to put that part of my life on hold? You know, so it's hearing you say like you were still able to do a lot of it is really cool. You know, yeah. I don't think everyone has that opportunity. You no. know, and it's a choice too. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I had had another kid, mm-hmm. like with Wes, like shortly after it would have been too much yeah or or taken again more time to get back into it i guess yeah I don't want to make it seem like, oh, it's nothing. You can just, mm-hmm. you can have it all. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's but not I, true. I think a big support network is is really important, you know? Yeah. And, if, yes. And, and that you were still flying to LA, you know, with a young baby is incredible. Well, and I did stupid things. Like okay. one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hear about it. <laughs> One time when, this is when Wes and I were still together. Actually, we, there was more tension between Wes and I about me working or not working mm-hmm. when we were together than when we were got split up. Mm-hmm. Because when we were split up, he there was more tension because he was like, who's going to look after, you know, Jack and all that stuff when we were together? Or if you do this play, like, is it worth it? Like, there mm-hmm. was more of those fights because that was... he. But when we were split up, it really wasn't his decision. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that was an interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. for me. But one time I did a stilt gig and Jack was like um, a year old Mm -hmm. and it was out of town in Pittsburgh. And because I was breastfeeding, Wes was like, you should, and he could fly for free. We just, I just took him and I thought Mm -hmm. it'll be easy. We'll just, it was like some for the World Series, some event where it was like four hours outside. And I was like, he could just come to the event and I'll hire a babysitter and they'll just hang out while mm-hmm. I walk on stilts. <laughs> like every mom does. <laughs> but luckily, the guy who hired me, Philip, had a kid and he was really open to me doing this, even though when I think about it, it was not right. a good idea. I have a great image of you actually walking on stilts while breastfeeding, you know, such so, as a brilliant image. So when we get there, this is the crazy, they, they're like security's really tight. They won't let anybody, this is when I get kind of angry. They wouldn't let anyone who's not working the gig be on the site. So then I had, I'd hired a babysitter off of Craigslist oh in Pittsburgh. God. And Jack was Oh dear! I had no idea, but I thought it would be fine because I was going to be there. Mm-hmm. Jack's still alive, so the story does end well. 
<laughs> just for all oh, the nervous she listeners. Shows up to the hotel, and I'm like, I hope this is okay. And you know, it was fine. She took him to swim, and they had pizza, and he was so little. And uh, I did the still gig. Where, and while doing the still gig, were you freaking out, or you just had to like put your trust into this woman and go? Here a, a, we go. A little, yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit like, oh my god. And then you know. It was hard okay. to. D- it was okay. It That's was amazing. Fine. I didn't it's know you could get a babysitter on Craigslist. It's good because my my friends were so desperate. This is the true story to go out. Like they have like two small children, and they're like a really fun couple, and they were so desperate to go out that they put up flyers <laughs> on posts requesting a babysitter. Like they just needed like half oh hour, on, you know. And then they got one, and yeah. thank God she turned out, and now it's their full time babysitter or whatever. And she's great, but I love like this couple is like hilarious. Like they put up posts, like just like you would, like looking for someone to paint my deck, like looking for someone to look after my child. You know, that's very funny. And I'm glad, I'm glad it worked worked out. out. I'm glad my son is still with me, and I think it was okay. She was like an art student. It's with fine. a with a crazy haircut, okay. it worked out. We, was, we hope we hope the babysitters on Craigslist are good, right? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. I'm sure there's way more safer ways but to a hire pinch. a babysitter in a pinch. Yeah. All right, so let's jump forward a little yeah, bit. So sorry. like now, no, no, that's great. So now. You're, you're in a relationship. Yes. With someone, actually, I, I introduced you to. I just want to take that credit. Um, but And uh, your, your partner also has a child? Yes. Okay, but older, right? Or yes. Yeah. Marina, yeah. Yeah, Marina. Marina, okay. yeah. She's, oh, I think she's 22 or she's going to be 22 okay. this summer. So, um... We can just we can say Victor. Is that okay? Yeah, <laughs> that's your partner. Yeah, lovely man. And um, does he did he take on sort of a role of co-parenting as well? Like, did he ever step in as like stepdad right. role? No, no. Okay, so it's interesting because Wes um, is with Sarah and they have a child, um, Audrey. I know you got to tell about your family dynamic because it's pretty amazing. Yeah, like, she and so Wes and I both met, like I said, mm-hmm. partners early, like around the same time. So Wes met Sarah and I met Victor. And um, Wes and Sarah sort of got very serious very quickly. And I really liked her. Mm-hmm. You know, initially it was a little weird, of course, but I really liked her and I liked how she helped out with Jack. And I really was happy that he was w- was with someone who could like help organize and help strategize with Jack. It mm-hmm. was wonderful. It was like having three people parent. Yeah. And then Victor always kind of was n- not really involved in the parenting. And sometimes I wanted him to, but it wasn't his style mm-hmm. and his way. And he had an older child. He already had He'd raised already kind of yeah. done that. Now it's less of a point of contention. We live together now. It's a different thing. But, you know, his role is sort of like recently someone asked Jack about Victor and him living with Victor and what's that like and Jack goes oh it's fine he's not and he's not a nuisance (laughs) (laughs) thank you for that that's great (laughs) which I kind of love so Victor will help with technology with Jack he'll Mm -hmm. get him really good headphones for Christmas Mm -hmm. he understands certain things that Jack likes but it's not like they're going to play basketball together or do that but he you know they just kind of they have a good relationship. They, yeah, they yeah. they ex- coexist very nicely. Okay, and, do- and Jack doesn't need another dad. Well, Wes is a very hands-on yeah, dad, yeah, yeah. so 
Okay, so do you still have Jack like one week on, one week off? Have you always kept that same schedule? Well, it's never been that schedule, actually. It's always been. I shouldn't assume. (laughs) (laughs) I know, you'd think. But it's always been, Wes sets the schedule each week because we have always have different nights that we need. So he'll say, what nights do you need? And I'll say. With both being actors, too. Yeah. Yeah. And mostly because I also perform more at night or if he's doing a show, I'll pick up the slack. So usually during the week, one of us has Jack three nights and one has him four but we usually break it up so he's never away from either parent for more than two or three days because Jack actually likes to be back and forth mm-hmm. I wouldn't but he's he's he lo- doesn't like to be away from any of us for longer okay yeah well, that's really nice and and now he has like a, a stepsister right? yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, half sister oh, yeah yes. yeah okay she's sorry. five okay. yeah and sometimes I'll watch her like yesterday Wes needed me to get her from school and she has this little book club so I was available so I went and picked her up and we did book club Mm -hmm. and then I dropped them off and got Jack. So I always like to do that if I can for them. Mm -hmm. Not uh, also because, you know, they help me out when I need it. So it works both ways. And I really like having Audrey, um, Jack's half sister in my life because I don't have a little girl. So it's kind of fun to like spend time with her. It's it's such an amazing dynamic you have, though, that you're all able to like coexist like this, you know, like you have a really good partnership you know even though it's it's the ex and that always gets a bad reputation you know but it's evolved into that it wasn't always like there's been hiccups Mm -hmm. along the way and it's taken time and i'm sure there'll be hiccups in the future like that's just how life is but Mm. i'm really happy for how Mm -hmm. it's worked out in terms of jack and him being okay with it and my parents my mom and dad uh, I have to really have to mention I mean I think all our listeners know well if you don't no. like the, the Precious is the daughter of Tommy Chong um, so which I'll get to because I'd love to hear how Tommy Chong is as a grandpa <laughs> but yeah your parents were always busy and working and yeah and my my dad was with someone before my mom okay and so he has two I have two older half sisters mm-hmm. so we used to go to um, Maxine my sister's mom we used to go to her house for Thanksgiving when I was little and mm-hmm. I guess I don't know how amicable it was with all of them but from my perspective it was and it wasn't weird so I guess maybe that's also why I didn't have that much of a hang up with yeah with being open to that even though my mom and my mom's not just my mom but my friends on in LA are always like oh, about Wes still because yeah. of the because of what happened you know when we first okay. were together the, the whole yeah story. and they're not here I'm sure yeah. if they saw it more but, but your whole your structure and your family dynamic like growing up wasn't like the norm right it wasn't yeah. like the traditional nuclear family yeah. so you're more open to that yeah. yeah and and your siblings you have many siblings but do they all have children as well a lot of them um, my older sister Radon has mm. a son she had a son when she was like 21 so he's has a kid now so i'm a great oh, aunt oh you are oh yeah, my God, that's amazing Harper. she's so cute mm. she's she, she's ha- three quarters chinese mm. and like a quarter black white i always told you i'm a big fan of ray dawn and yeah you know like i've always said that yeah lo- i loved her stuff she's great yeah. and then my other sister doesn't have kids and my younger brother jobron um he has a little boy gus who's um four Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, he's going to be five. And what's what's your father's relationship like with Jack? Um, good. <laughs> what's it like having Tommy Chong as a grandpa? You know, he. It's funny. Like, he, my dad is kind of low key guy, and but Jack is understanding, <laughs> understanding who he is. Mm-hmm. And I, I was talking to Jack about something. I was like, you should talk to my dad about it. Mm-hmm. He knows. He's like, ah, uh, he's just an old man who smokes marijuana. <laughs> 
that's how he knows. <laughs> that's how he references him. <laughs> Does he, but he understands who his grandpa is, yeah, right? Like he now knows he does. What, yeah, older, now yeah. he does. Now he, he knows it's... And he also, you know, decide, Jack doesn't want to be uh, an actor because he realizes that only if it's only good if you're successful, like if you're famous, like my dad. Uh-huh. He sees like what we do yeah. in terms of... <laughs> <laughs> the little sketch we do in the, in the shed. <laughs> in the park you know <laughs> that's not good enough for jack no yeah. okay. so so um so he sees that so he doesn't know he doesn't want to be an actor at no. All? no but my dad is a great he's you know he's a he's a cool grandpa mm-hmm. of course he would be yeah. and, and is jack really cool at school like do do the other kids know or that doesn't think, get brought, i don't think a, so yet yeah he's too young he's too young yeah yeah he's only in maybe next year maybe in seventh and eighth i'm mm-hmm. you know you know you go out a lot you do a lot of uh, open mics and everything like how is that at night like is it hard I know you've got Wes again that can help out but is it hard to kind of make your schedule of doing your comedy still having to look after Jack yeah it is I mean only in that I mean sometimes I'll run out he'll be home and I'll okay this is <laughs> another thing you've done <laughs> so, no but like yeah so sometimes like I'll have a show like at Hotbox, which mm-hmm. is a marijuana room mm-hmm. and I have Jack so I'll be like gone for an hour or so, but then I'll come home and I'll reek of marijuana because it's like a, a pot room. So sometimes it's not ideal. And then do you explain to him where you've been or are you just yeah, him like... I did. He's like, oh, you smell disgusting. <laughs> but he knows. Runs in the family. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. So now it's easier. And one time I took him to do I cuz okay, this is my my gripe about it. I like to say yes to gigs, but I don't like to have to pay for a babysitter if I don't if I have yeah. to have Jack. I don't want to pay for a babysitter to do a free gig. Mm-hmm. If I can bring him, Wes may have a different idea about mm-hmm. this. But one time I brought him to do like a storytelling show and Scott Thompson was performing. Yeah. <laughs> it says it all. And so I just had him put earphones on and watch his, watch his stuff. So he just had earphones sitting in some coffee shop. Okay, but at the same time, like, he grew up with it. Like, he's been around, you know, like, you, you've been performing forever. Like, I'm sure, like, I kind of love these theater kids as well. Like, I have a lot of friends that, you know, their, their kids are exposed to that yeah. stuff at a young age. Yeah. And, you know, because a friend of mine, she opened for me one of my shows, and she brought her, like, seven year old oh and my, my stuff wasn't that racy but she was like no no it's okay he's seen it all yeah. you know I did pull out a giant vibrator on stage and she still talks about it like he's still asking me what is that you really? know but but she made the call like she was like I'm cool with him watching it like he's used to it but you yeah. know so I think you have to give or take you know yeah um, I don't want to traumatize children as no. you know yeah Jack's pretty sophisticated yeah, now because he's, he's seen, seen a lot all, which I think yeah. is amazing and he's in a lot of our videos yeah and, um, yeah, yeah, so so he's pretty cool with it. I wonder. I now I'm wondering, like, now that he's been in our videos and now he's becoming more cognizant mm. of of what we do and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering, like, how when when's the backlash? Like, when's he going to be like? this is not acceptable or I'm not okay with this. I don't know. He's definitely more, has a more Michael Keaton vibe, mm. like a more like straight or like I'm going to be a lawyer type of yeah. person. Oh, cool. So okay. we'll see. I don't right. know. Bringing in, bringing in the dough. Yeah. I was kind of brought up like that. Mm-hmm. And I think it makes, I always was of the, like, I think it's cool to bring kids to things and they learn how to be in the world and learn how to act. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 
I don't know. I find it annoying when people are like, oh, like get uptight when kids are around. Like, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's not appropriate. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I've crossed the line. Yeah. No, I think I think like, again, when my friend brought her son, like I knew why he was there. Like, I remember this because she told me I'm comfortable with it. And I knew why he was there. But other friends in the audience, they were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it was, because they didn't know why this kid was. There, right. You know? Right. But I guess I don't know. Do you address that? Like make an announcement at the start? Yeah. Like the seven year old is going to be fine. So yeah. we saw uh, Wes and Sarah did this George F. Walker play where mm-hmm. they they're like this really intense couple, like a two hander where they like break up and they're this ex couple. Is that Escape from Happiness? or something? Is that- I can't remember oh. the name of it. It's based on two characters that they've done. It's oh, okay. a, it's a newest one. It's like a trilogy. Okay. A trilogy. So it's a third one. Yeah. They play these characters over the years. Okay. It's pretty intense. But we saw it. So me and Jack and, and Victor. <laughs> I was going to say, and Audrey. <laughs> yeah. So we all sat there and it was just kind of intense because like you're watching my ex and his dad like like have these like really intense screaming fights and like mm-hmm. crying and I don't know and he seems fine with it <laughs> <laughs> or he's deeply troubled who yeah. knows no he's good he's good. good at therapy um so like and, all of us <laughs> all of us do all of us crazy people um so what what were some other challenges though like you for being a single mom obviously there's a lot of challenges but well, I mean, I have to say I have it like I was I was more of a co-parent. So okay. I, I do use the single mom card sometimes because mm-hmm. it was a way of getting me out of situations like, oh, I have my kid or I have a single mom. Like, you know what I mean? Like you sometimes you can. Benefit. Like in what situation where do you remember a time where that that card <laughs> served you well? I actually wrote a sketch about it. Now I can't remember. I, I think a lot of times, you know, just in situations where you basically don't want to do something, you can say, mm-hmm. oh, I can't, I have my kid. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of parents do that. Mm-hmm. And I try not to use it as an excuse for my work. Okay. Like when he was younger, it was really hard yeah. to keep up the work. Um, but I did, I remember complaining with my friend and she's like, you can't use it as an excuse. <laughs> No, because I'm thinking, like, is that a reason I have a kid just to use it as an excuse? You know, but we all know we go through that where you don't know what to say. Like, you just really don't want to go to something or, you know. Yeah, but it's pretty awesome. You know, but I can't use that. I right? know, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So what are the other, what are the challenges? They change over the years. I guess it would have been nice to have maybe have another kid, like have him have a sibling, a full mm-hmm. sibling, but he has Audrey. And, and, and did you ever, like, do you ever long for the fact that you could have had more children? Or oh, you totally. Are, yeah, okay. Yeah, but I was never sold on the idea I was going to have kids mm-hmm. either way, like, because it happened kind of spontaneously okay. and late. So it was always, always a surprise. I was kind of okay with not having kids. And oh. then I got and pregnant. Yeah. And they were like, we're doing this. I mean, we were, we did want to have a baby. Like mm-hmm. we were, it wasn't a complete accident, but it was a very fast decision. <laughs> a fast accident. Fast, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what other challenges or the positives i mean you use a lot of your material in your work right like you came up with this great web series you know you and melissa story yeah and yeah sometimes it would be nice to just have like a a, like a a family like a one unit family Mm -hmm. it would be easier i guess in some ways um also boring you know you've (laughs) got and i I think sometimes i feel what i sometimes feel is other people's weird hang-ups around it that's what i find around uh, being like what yeah like not so much anymore but when i was before now i have more like i feel it's different because i'm living with victor but when i was on my own it kind of felt like 
sometimes when I was with people who had kids like my age, but they were in a couple, like it was like sort of like their worst nightmare or their, con mm. I was like, how can you do that? I don't know how you do that. Or, you know, well, I, I, you know, I can't even imagine being a parent with like, and you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I have a wonderful partner, but I think being a single parent has got to be one of the it's incredibly challenging things, you know, especially yeah. if you have no support. Yeah, you I know? think, and but I also think that there's it's more it's scarier. Like anything, it's scarier in some ways. The idea of it mm -hmm. is scarier than the actual just living it. Well, because women are doing it, right? Or or, or some dads I, as yeah, well. Yeah, and I have so much respect for um, women who who genuinely are on their own, mm -hmm. like with no other support, or, or women that really want a kid that bad that, that go and do, do it, it anyway. Oh, my mom, go. my my sister's mm -hmm. friend Dana, she has a kid, Theo, who's a couple months older than Jack, and she was like wanted a kid, and she did it on her own completely. That's amazing. And yeah. she, you know, is a, has a full time job and you know is raising him in beverly hills and you know it's hard mm -hmm. but it's doable, doable and she has a great kid so i think it what it does i think for the person the kid is that they see someone who has to work really hard and i think that's not a bad example mm -hmm. to set i think it's you know they 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 appreciate things maybe mm -hmm. and see that everything's not perfect but i do have like okay i'm going to preach a little bit it is upsetting to me when you hear about the statistics of like most single moms are living in poverty and, mm -hmm. and or have trouble renting places or because I, you know, I had a lot of support, like I said, from my family financially and emotionally and from friends. So if you, it, it's terrible to me that there isn't more support it's being done for, it's yeah. disgusting yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i, I mean because it's not that. it's not ideal mm -hmm. i guess but it's what's happening and it's it's terrible that, that there isn't more support for women who who are dealing with this mm -hmm. and I it's, know, it's not their yeah and it's not their it's fault. fault no not at all you know, it's terrible. But definitely, we need to have more networks or support systems. Yeah, for, like you know? daycare needs to be free, uh, and yeah. like things need to be just. Because uh, I think it is rare that someone sets out to be a single parent. You know, again, as opposed to some. Sometimes people do. Like we were just talking about, yeah. if, if you really want to have a child and you don't have the partner or whatever, go do it. You know, knowing it's a challenge. But most people, I assume, don't set out to, to no. do that, right? They know what a yeah. challenge it's going to be. So yeah. it, it's not their fault, and we need to have yeah things in place. You know. So, sorry. So, are, do you not want to have kids? What is your uh, guess? What this is all about, precious? Like, what no, is like, it? No, like it's just I'm, I'm, you know, like talking to all kinds of women. Like sometimes I'm on the, I'm, I'm on the fence, and uh, you know, I, I can talk to someone like you. It's very inspiring to hear your story. You were still able to do your career. You're still, you know, you had a great support system. You have a beautiful son. You know, um, that sells it to me. Um, but there's also views I have and reasons for fearing, I guess, having a child or reasons I don't want to have a child, you know? Yeah. And I'm still at that point where I'm just on the cusp of making that decision. So that's what this is, oh, you know, okay. what this is, um, is all about. And I just love hearing all different women's takes on it. Right. Yeah. Like, but ultimately I think it just comes down to doing what's best for you and, and doing what you want, whether you want to have a child or not. And then finding that way to make it work i know it's crazy you know? it's a crazy dilemma and some people you know want to have kids and can't and some people yeah. have kids and they're like oh my god what do i, I know, do right and uh, yeah I, I do know that ultimately i think like you're never ready for it we all know this but i think ultimately like you've got to really want it and want to have that and you know and, and want to become a mom in order to have a child like if it, it's just if you're doing it for all these wrong reasons like you know like so that i can say oh i can't come home tonight 
No, go, I, I think you should absolutely you know, do it. So <laughs> I, I might. But, it's you know. a great anti for yeah. someone who's borderline <laughs> antisocial. It's an amazing. So maybe, so maybe next time I'll I'll, I'll let you know if uh, if that's why I'm doing it. But um, no, like again, you've, you you know your whole story and and what you've done with the material of it and and seeing Jack grow up. Like you've obviously done a a great job so far. Thank you. you know? I love it. I yeah. mean, you know, it's it's like sometimes like, well, what have I done? But I I, I love my yeah, son. Yeah, you wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you're basically damned if you do, damned if you yeah. don't. I, there's always something that's going to, you know, mm-hmm. get lost in the shuffle. And and you never know what's going to happen, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. And you can always cut your, <laughs> cut your ear on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does that make sense? All right. Precious Chong. It's been it's been a riot. Always a good laugh. Always have so much fun. I can't believe how much I was like, Lala, I had so much yeah. to say. And it, and it was so fun that doing this with you today. And yesterday we got to both do Sandra Badalini's uh, video podcast, whatever. I, whatever. I never get enough of you guys. Yeah. And it's so, our, our lives are so busy. So yeah. it's nice to see you. This has been always, always a good Always a good laugh. So uh, this has been uh, Crystal Bartelzi with Precious Chong, podcast All Kidding Aside. If you want to, you know, make any uh, comments or ask any questions, you can email us at allkiddingasidepodcast at gmail.com. Till next time. That's been our podcast, All Kidding Aside. I've been your host, Crystal Bartelzi. And if you like what you're listening to, why not go on iTunes and subscribe? And you can even leave us a review. Five stars would be amazing. And if you want to get in touch with us with any comments or questions, you can reach us at allkiddingasidepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.